Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Content Creators University. For those of you who do not know me, my name is JP Hattech. I am a cinematographer, software developer, and branding expert. After several years in the industry, I've decided to open this digital master school to help any content creator level up and impact in this world with the things and tools that we need. As we understand technology is what this is all about, and technology is always, always growing. So this is a platform that's going to teach us the things that we need to understand to keep growing, to keep impacting, and to keep evolving so that we can be the best version of ourselves and truly, truly get the things that we need to take our endeavors, our businesses, our vision to the destination it needs to get. So welcome, buckle up uh, for this episode. Let's get started. started what we do here is every week we share the news we have some news that we want to share with you guys so without further ado let's go ahead and uh, get started with the news unplug 2022 which is an amazing experience that you need to be part of right I'm excited to be one of the speakers at this in-person, actually, it's a hybrid event. So you have two days in person and the third day is virtual. And I'm excited to be part of the speakers there. You have amazing speakers all the way up to 11 speakers um, on the flyer and all professionals in their world, in the things you do. And if you are in the workplace, if you are an HR professional, if you are a business professional, right, um, you want to come and network, connect uh, at this event. And this is going to be um, not just, <laughs> not just, you know, having amazing food catered, catered to us, like you saw on that, on that commercial or uh, connecting with other professionals, but also learning learning from all these amazing speakers that are coming there. Tickets are currently available. You want to go ahead and grab your ticket. And the website, as you know, is unplugconference.com, right? If you're listening to the podcast, it's unplug, U-N-P-L-U-G, conference, C-O-N-F-E-R-E-N-C-E.com. Go ahead and get your ticket right now. I'm excited. So um, let me go ahead and also tell you that for the folks that did not know, and if you're watching solely this uh, broadcast right now, well, this podcast is also available in audio, right? And you can access this by going to contentcreatorsuniversity.com. Go ahead and get it um, on all of your favorite podcast, audio podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and you name it. Go ahead and download it. And one favor I want to ask you whenever you're there, give us a review, right? Let us know in the review uh, if there's any episode that blessed you or if you're receiving anything positive from our weekly uh, releases. We'll highly highly appreciate that and again the website is contentcreatorsuniversity.com now for the folks that always asking me hey jp we watch you on roku yes um i am on roku for the folks that do not know you can go ahead and download my roku tv application right now it's called jp high tech tv um if you're listening is high tech h-i-g-h-t-e-k uh, tv go ahead and get it it's 100 free and enjoy this broadcast in your living room uh popping a popcorn sitting down chilling i appreciate you guys watching us right now in your living room on your roku tv application 
All you got to do is use the same solution that I'm using for the folks that are wondering. Well, that solution is called rtnstreams.com. I want to thank RTN Streams for being one of our sponsors on this show. For the folks that do not know, we are uh, sponsored and listener supported. So thank you so much for RTN Streams uh, deciding to sponsor this show. And again, folks, if you know how to use YouTube, if you know how to upload a video to YouTube, social media, you already know how to use this platform. It is vital if you understand uh, the value that you get just by having your uh, company on TV. That's a different conversation for another day, but I can tell you right now, the traffic alone, Roku alone gets more than 50 million new users every single month. And what that does for your company? Well, take a second, think about it. Again, the website is rtnstreams.com. Go ahead and check it out. If you would like to have your own Roku TV application and do the same thing that I'm doing here, that's the solution that I'm doing to simulcast and having my broadcast. At the same time on YouTube, Facebook, you know, my website, Roku. Uh, I also have my Amazon Fire TV application, as a matter of fact, using this same solution. So again, rtnstreams.com. Now, folks, for the folks finally that are willing just to connect with me or book a session um, to work with me, well, you already know the website is jphitech.com, right? Uh, just go to jphitech.com, go to my booking page. If you want to, you know, elevate your live stream, if you want your videos to look like my live streams the way I'm doing and you need help, I'll be more than happy to see how me and my team can help you. Or if you're looking to elevate your brand, you want to build that premium brand. That's what we do. Uh, we will help you build that premium brand and uh, make an impact uh, and have some serious, serious digital real estate. Um, I want to connect with you again. The website is jphitech.com. So now let's go ahead and talk about our guest. Again, like I was saying, her name is LaShawn Davis. LaShawn is somebody that I was humble and excited to work with. And she became uh, a client, and from a client, she became a friend. And LaShawn um, has a cause and is all about helping people, right? And whenever you have a heart to help people, um, there's some things that will come in the way. It's never easy uh, to help people. And she has that heart, and she's been doing it in a excellent way right and but she has a story as you know we all have a story um there's a way to do things and she decided to step out in faith and as she decided to step out in faith of course is never easy we're here to learn exactly how did she do it what does it take to step out in faith what are the things that we need to think about whenever we decide to truly step out and embrace that vision that plan uh that business or whatever god has placed in our heart how should we do it and how should we stay focused on the journey, stay on that right path and not let anything derail us? Or how can we keep, um, you know, that motivation going? Well, we're about to talk about that right after this animation. Stay with me right after this. We'll have LaShawn on the platform. I have a dream. That one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis 
of freedom and justice. I have a dream. This nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. Well, that was Martin Luther King Jr. And I love that. I love that segment of when he shares his dream. And we're living the dream today, right? We're living somewhat that dream today. Um, and that's why we're celebrating our black, excellent black creators and successful uh, creators and leaders. And without further ado, let me bring LaShawn onto the platform. Hey, LaShawn, uh, how is it going? Thank you so much for accepting our invite. How are you doing today? I am well, JP. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. I am doing great. Thanks so much for agreeing to come onto the platform. Like we always say, you are our professor today. We're about to learn from your story, from your journey, from your expertise, uh, stepping out in faith. But before we do all of that, uh, take a minute, introduce yourself to the folks that are just discovering you for the first time, please. Sure. I am LaShawn Davis. I am the founder and CEO of the HR Plug. And what our organization is all about is just about workplace advocacy and, uh, you know, helping people find solutions so that they can thrive in the workplace and helping leaders and organizations understand the importance and the value that employees contribute to the workplace so that we can celebrate who they are and all win together. And so that that is a hard, hard job, but it's what I do. And today I'll be sharing, you know, the amount of faith that it definitely takes to do when, when you're uh, walking in your purpose. So super excited to be here and, and, you know, just tell you guys my story and my journey and hopefully inspire somebody to stay in there and, and walking in their purpose and relying on faith. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, faith is just uh, at so many level of our journeys and, you know, there are different levels of faith, like they say, right? Um, yeah. Depending on what you're going through, depending on how serious it is, there's a certain level of faith that you we need to apply in order to be able to, you know, find ourselves on the best side of history, let's say, right? Uh, so I am really, really, really excited about that. Before we get, we dive into all this amazing thing about your amazing story, um, we like learning to know our guests a special way in our broadcast. So I got a couple of questions here for you. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into it, right? Okay. <laughs> so first question I want to ask you, LaShawn, is are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl for sure. Well, I can attest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Night yeah. Owl. 
<laughs> you work late at night. Uh, that's me, right? I'm always doing something late at night. So that's why, you know, we, we connect so, so well and so easily. I appreciate that. Uh, now, let me ask you this. What would you choose, right? Um, between taking a sabbatical to visit the world or uh, building your next house on the beach? A sabbatical to visit the world. What? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am from Florida, so beaches don't move me. Uh, right. Exploring unseen territory and, and seeing something new, I think would be more exciting for me. Ah, well, hey, I can understand. I love traveling. Uh, my wife will tell you, though, that she'd rather build the, the next on the house beach. on the beach. <laughs> my <laughs> husband we, probably, too. <laughs> right, because we don't have beach here in Tennessee. She She's from Nashville, Tennessee. We don't have a beach. So she's always talking about that. Uh, but me... I, I want to visit the world, right? I want to travel yeah. around. So again, now number two that we 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 are yeah. both into. Listen. So that's amazing, right? <laughs> now on a celebration day, LaShawn, will you go if you had to choose one? Will you rather go for a chicken or for a beef? Ah, uh, neither. Or both? <laughs> neither. Okay. okay. I, I, I'm 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 seafood. I, I I prefer seafood. Um, but if it's a special occasion, I think and it's the right place, I'll, I'll probably say a steak. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I know somebody called Victor that will appreciate that. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with the yes. steak my, myself as yes. well. So that's nice. Now, very last question in this series. Um, this gets all of our guests every single time, right? Uh -huh. Let's see how you react to this question. Um, would you rather work out at a traditional gym or in a virtual VR headset? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I think I would say, um, I think I'm going to say virtual VA headset. I, I think yeah. it, it would be, yeah, I think it'll be more exciting because you know how the treadmills have where it looks like you're on the the cliff jogging and all of that. It kind of helps it go faster. So I would say that even though I'm not tech, I, I definitely do not want to be in a gym with other sweaty people. So I will choose the, <laughs> the, the virtual route. <laughs> I know, right? I got my man, Jeremy Duncan, in the conversation. Hey, Jeremy uh, is the king of uh, the VR. He's known to be the king of the virtual yes. reality. Um, and he's a producer. So I, I appreciate that, that you're saying that because uh, he got me into the quest. And ever since I'm into the quest, then uh, I'd rather, if I were to choose myself, I'd rather do it in there. It's so fun, right? Uh, you yeah. don't have to share anything with anybody. And you can do so much more because it's virtual reality reality but believe yeah. it or not folks you will feel like you're truly working out like wow. you you feel that it's amazing it's amazing so uh and like he said in the comment right there he said headset all oh, day okay. <laughs> shout out to you shout out to you jeremy and also hey don howard how are you doing folks thanks we got about what 60 people connected right now if you have any questions while we're discussing to for our guests go ahead and put it in the comment section below we appreciate you being here with us all right so lashon we're about to go ahead and dive into this um and the first thing that i would like to ask you is when you hear black history month what does that make you think of as a black woman living in America? Wow. You, you start with a heavy hitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a black woman in America uh, who am 
you know, I'm moved by history. I can only do and be what I am today because of history. So it's nothing I contain or confine to a month. And um, I, I celebrate it every day because the fact that I can have freedom to do some of the things that I want to do is recognizing that it took people to fight for that. And that's what Black History is about. It's, it's about celebrating where we were and mm-hmm. keep continuing to strive and push to where we're trying to be. Um, so it's very important that I recognize uh, Black history every day, especially in America, who used to see Black people as property mm-hmm. um, and still in today experience uh, systematic racism, systematic uh, you know, cultural deficiencies just based off of what we look like. I mean, we, we still have to honor our history and use it to help us continue moving forward. Black history makes to me also seem like it's done. The work is done and now we're commemorating when we do it in a month. And uh, it's nothing to commemorate because it's still it's still constant. It's still something that we're working and, and striving towards. So for me, it's nothing to just commemorate once month a year. It's something that we need to keep reminded of at the forefront of who we are as a country, as a people, and what we do every day. Because without Black history, there would be no traffic lights. There would be no, you know, a lot of the things, no light bulb, no filament, like all of those things wouldn't even exist. So it's nothing that we commemorate once a month. I mean, one month a year. It's something that I celebrate every day. Fantastic. I love that. I love that, right? Um, It's not something to just celebrate once, one month out of a year, but every day, because just like you said, right, um, Black history for me is, you know, the history of our battle, right? Uh, Remembering that we are in a fight and every single day is another opportunity uh, to, you know, bring the gap closer, right? To close into the gap, to to really make a difference in this world and to remind ourselves that there are others that died um, fighting this fight. And uh, we got to pick up where um, our forefathers left off and keep going because it's not over. Um, not sure when it will be, but we just got to keep the faith, which is what we're talking yeah. about today. Have faith <laughs> in a better tomorrow and keep pushing against the grain, right? Which is uh, something that is taking me to my next question. LaShawn is asking you, um, when we're talking about faith, because that's what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. for you as a woman of God, yes. when you say faith, what does faith means to you? It's, it's, it's everything because without it, it's impossible to please God. So, um, you know, unless I am prepared to live my life according to his will and his way, I have to hold on to faith. And it's the, it's the existence of my being. It, it is who I am. I am faith because everything I do is ordained by him. And I have to always remember, um, especially in this journey, if, if we talk about the HR plug and the and the faith, you know, that's aligned to that, um, it's it's impossible for me to even fathom how in three years we are where we are today. And acknowledging that it's not my doing, it's not by my might or by my power, right? Mm-hmm. That I have been mm-hmm. able to get to where I am today. I cannot neglect the reason for my being. And if I want to continue to please the reason of my being and be honorable and honoring to him, 
But Lord, you know, I have to hold on to faith so that I can continue operating in his will. So uh, that's what it means for me, JP. It's just remembering who I am. It's the DNA of my architect. It's, it's, it's no, there is no me without being in my purpose and being mm -hmm. and doing what I've been called to do. And I cannot do that without faith. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is so true because when we're talking about faith, this has nothing to do with a religion or belief or anything. Uh, because when we understand that in life, faith plays uh, 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 you know, a, a very deep role in a lot of decisions that, especially okay. when you're an entrepreneur, right? If, if you have your own business or there's something you're trying to achieve um, and it wasn't there before. And you, like, it, it, like we always say, right? A creator, somebody that puts something into existence. So you're about to put something into existence, whether it's a new business, is a new endeavor, is a new, is something new that wasn't there before you're trying to put into existence. Well, it takes that faith yes. to believe first before you can even implement and put it into existence. So especially as uh, us creators here, where every day we're thinking about something new to create, we're thinking about something to put out there that's going to help us achieve our goals, achieve our dreams, then faith is coming in play. Now, people listen to you say, well, for you to get where you are today, you had to step in and embrace that faith. Well, yeah. what exactly is your story, LaShawn? <laughs> yes. How so, did you get um, here? By faith. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, my story, JP, is, is interesting because, you know, I grew up raised by grandparents and, um, you know, my grandmother, I should say, in a single family household. You know, my mother passed away when I was five. And my father, you know, is, is, has been incarcerated my whole life and, and, um, you know, wasn't a part of my life. So I wasn't really raised from a mindset of go to college, do well, you know, it was mm -hmm. more so graduate high school and, and get a government job and, you know, you'll be okay and live at home until you're 50. Like, you know, it's, it's a whole generational gap there. And what I realized is I wanted more for myself than, than the environment that I was around. You know, I grew up, like I said, in Miami and, in, in a house that my grandmother bought in 1950. So it was a predominantly black area. Um, and I, I knew I wanted more for myself. And so I went to college. I went to a historically black university. I went to FAMU, Florida A&M. Oh, a yeah. proud graduate. Yeah, you know, from there. And, and I learned so much about myself. And then it wasn't until I entered the real world that I realized the deficiencies that lie in other black people. Um, for example, you, you go to school and you get a job offer. And my first job offer was $35,000 a year. And um, I remember thinking at that moment, that's a lot of money. I, I, I've never fathomed that amount of much, much money in my life. Like, you know, I grew up, you know, poor. So I, yes, I, I accept this $35,000. Yes, I'll take it. Um, and then I felt enslaved to this company so I wouldn't lose that $35,000. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't want to lose my job. I didn't want to, you know, all of this stuff. And so it wasn't until later, JP, that I realized there are so many of us enslaved in the workplace thinking that I have to sell my soul because I need this paycheck or this is the, the most amount of money I've ever made in my life. And so I don't want to lose this job. So I know they disrespect me. I know I'm in a hostile work environment. I know that I'm treated like, you know, crap or garbage, but I need this. And 
I flipped the narrative on that, helping people understand, no, they need you. You don't mm -hmm. need this. And you have to learn how to advocate for yourself and speak up and demand what you bring to the table and what you rightfully deserve. So doing that is coming against everything that we know in corporate America. It's coming against everything that we know as a government because I speak out on things that are, you know, broken in our systematic system of racism and um, in, in ways that keep people of color down. There is so much that our government doesn't do for the workplace. There is so much that organizations and companies don't do for the workplace that I expose. I talk about and I help people navigate through it because I recognize everyone can't be an entrepreneur. Everyone can't just quit their job. Everyone isn't doing what they're saying with the great resignation and quitting their jobs and up and leaving because mm -hmm. guess what? People have mm -hmm. bills, people have student loans, people have debt. And guess what? Mm -hmm. If I don't pay my student loans, the government's going to come after me. So I got to stay stuck in this job. So people feel enslaved or trapped because of a system that was created to keep them there and not for them to elevate. It requires space for me to do what I do because I help people elevate out of a system that was designed to keep them trapped in. Wow. And and, and that's what, what HR Plug is really about. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. And 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 again, that's one of the reasons why I love what you do, your cause. And and, and that's so true. Here's here's the thing. Um you started doing something that quote unquote will be yeah, people will say is not the norm. And I know it was not easy for you to start a company like this, right? A company that literally goes against the, the grain, goes against uh what people are uh are used to right uh, the conversation or the way they'll tell you to abide by and and just stick there and have the the security and safety that you already have don't put your job in jeopardy or don't don't, don't, don't put yourself in danger of losing quote unquote what you what mm -hmm. you have you made it right um and few people as uh, for for some people you know the look left and right and um being the minority there to realize, oh man, not a lot of my brothers uh, colored uh, people are here. So if I lose this, I mean, it's like I'm doing a disservice to my community. Mm -hmm. And here you are starting a business and, and speaking up, uh, speaking against this type of thing. How did your close circle take it, right? Because we, we want to learn from that. We want to learn your, your story. Was it easy? What did people just embrace it in your private circle or was it a challenge for people? And how did you overcome that? Yeah, so no, um, it wasn't easy because you're fighting a system that is supposed to be untouchable. Who's going to stand up and say, you know, uh, Amazon, you shouldn't be having people work 17 hours a day in a, in a factory when everybody shops on Amazon, right? You risk losing because you're fighting for other people to gain. And um, people are, watch out for that. You know, you're not gonna get clients. You know, the, it's the corporate contracts that pay and you know, this and this and this and that. But let me tell you, Walking in Faith has had every need I've ever had supplied. Clients still come, bills are still paid. And I can't even tell you why, because all I'm doing is operating in my purpose. And um, I can't be moved by people who haven't lived this story or, you know, who haven't been given the assignment that I've been given. You wouldn't go into a surgery room and tell a doctor how to perform the procedure, right? Because that's mm -hmm. not your calling. That's not your that's not your your path. 
Don't come and tell me how to walk my walk that God has clearly ordained and defined for me to do. And I can do it with confidence because I know no one else is called to do it. So I've realized that there are going to be people who will act as if they're in your circle and, and secretly pray for your demise. Um, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all of that gets exposed, you know, through the time. Um, and, 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 there are also people though that have been supportive my husband has been supportive um you know for sure i have friends that have been very supportive and in, in in this walk because um it's definitely not easy jp like one of let me let me give you some examples so like one of my mm -hmm. biggest issues right now with our government is the fact that we offer no sick leave and i think it's absolutely inhumane that people have to make a decision whether I need to come to work so I can get paid to live and, and jeopardize my health because I'm sick and I really shouldn't be here. And in our country then also shows no kind of value in us as American citizens for that perspective. And we turn around and look in a workplace and wonder why leaders are toxic why they don't value an employee, why they don't recognize what we're doing to contribute to the organization. It's because our government doesn't rec recognize what we're contributing to the society. And there is a problem that nobody wants to talk about. And so since we're not going to talk about it, then I'm going to help people work through it. And, um, mm -hmm. and doing that is dangerous, right? Because so much goes at risk with it. But if that video you played, the Black History Moment video, if, if Martin Luther King Jr. hadn't have taking the risk that he did if you know um the malcolm x's of the world the rosa parks mm -hmm. of the world like and even the people that we don't even talk about that have right. sacrificed so much for us to sit and be where we are today we wouldn't have made progress so i have no problem holding our government accountable holding these organizations accountable to treating people like people because that's what god has called me to do and i cannot put my hope on people to support me through it because they fail you I have to leave my hope in the hands of the man who designed the strategy and purpose for me. That's how wow, I circumvent the, the, the circle. Dad, that is um, not just noble, but that is, you know, admirable, right? That is mm -hmm. amazing that unapologetically you're standing firm on the purpose for which God called you and you are walking that walk that, you know, um, he's depositing in your hand. Now, a lot of folks, right? A lot of folks will have a desire, will have a dream, will have a purpose, will have that business, that idea, that thing that God has put in their heart. And God has been knocking out the door for years, uh, encouraging them to step out in faith and do it. But they have that fear of, you know, of being attacked, of, of, of being bought boycotted or, uh, you know, of having problems, not being able to succeed in doing that. What type of mindset should a person have in order to be able to actually take that step because it's not easy right yes, yes what was your not. motivation um are, are you supposed to protect your gates or make sure that you're selective in your circle or what do you do how can somebody actually take that step and go on the uh, on the walk that uh, that god put in their heart yeah, so a couple of things. One thing is when you are walking in faith, you have to anticipate the attack. You are automatically on the defense, okay? Um, and, 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 and the Lord is your offensive coordinator in a sense. So mm -hmm. I know that every, I know I'm going to be attacked likely by the enemy after this podcast because 
I'm giving, you know, credit and, and reverence and honor to what I'm called to do. So I just anticipate the attacks and I know that I cannot be moved by what I see in the natural because that's not how faith operates. Mm -hmm. I cannot be moved by what I see in the natural. And I have to know undoubtedly that I am walking in what God has called me to walk in. And let me tell you, y'all might be like, well, that sounds so difficult. When you go sit in a chair, you do not pick up that chair, turn it upside down, make sure all the legs are tight. Before you mm -hmm. sit in it, you have all the faith in the world that that chair is going to hold you. You have all the faith in the world that the four tires on your car are, are going to rotate properly and get you from point A to point B. That same level of faith that you have in inanimate objects is the same level of faith that I have to hold on to when I'm doing what I've been called to do. It's just that simple for me, like it is for you in, in, in driving a car. Getting on an airplane, you have faith that that pilot, a man, mm -hmm. is going mm -hmm. to get you safely to your destination. So the fact that I, you know, people find it hard to believe in, um, you know, walking and operating in faith because it's, it seems intangible. It's 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 the evidence of what you don't see happening in your life, and we do it every day. We put our faith in so much, you know. So many things that you don't even realize that you're putting your faith in that. Imagine if you put faith in what you're truly gifted in and what you're really called to do. And the way you know that it's your calling or your purpose, and I know you did a show on this, and I know, mm -hmm. uh, I think last week, mm -hmm. but you mm -hmm. can't dismiss the evidence of the things that affirm that you're moving in the right direction. So if you believe, for example, that um you know you talked about mr uh you know jeremy with the virtual reality and he believes like that's where he's supposed to be doing that's what he's called to do to be a voice in this virtual reality space and let people know what the the uh you know what the possibilities are and what you can create he has to anticipate people are going to be like man that's crazy Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to mm -hmm. buy that. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Nobody's going to put that on their head and believe that they're going to be in these places. Man, sit down. But no, he has to believe, no, this is my calling. So you won't listen. So I'm going to go to the next person and the next person until somebody will. And he has to trust that God is going to continue to download things in him, strategies that no one has ever seen or done that will be unique to him because it's his purpose. When you're operating in faith, you can't dismiss the small wins that happen, those little ideas that generate in your head. That's because you're moving in what you're supposed to be moving in. That's God speaking to you. That's the Holy Spirit moving through you. It's not your own account or your own accord. Start giving recognition to your talent and, and those ideas that you just go out there and project because that's what's going to propel or catapult you in your purpose. We can't be worrying about what it looks like like you, you can't care about what people are going to say because you got to know this is what I'm supposed to do and it will play out. It will manifest because I'm the only one who can be this answer and the solution in this space. So when you, when you walk in fear and not faith, you're potentially causing someone else to miss out on their answer or solution. So Jeremy will keep going in this virtual space. And then next thing you know, he's going to have his own virtual space reality world where people mm -hmm. are paying him to be a part of his virtual reality that he created. People are paying him to teach them how to create their own virtual reality space when just two days ago, people were laughing at him. So walking in faith and, and doing what you were called to do is not being moved or worried about what the world will say. It's staying true to who you are and who and what your true calling is. I hope my folks that are listening or watching this show are taking note. I mean, because you are dropping so, so much wisdom. 
so many jams that is life changing because what you're saying is beyond true beyond true right and i love what you said anticipate the attack I mean, whenever you anticipate the attack, just the same way where we buy our homes or in our houses, we have security system up or your store, you have a cameras up. You're anticipating in yeah. case somebody tries to attack you. You are ready. Anticipating doesn't mean you're expecting the attack. It simply means that you're getting ready. The yes. days the attack happens, you can fight. That's simple as that, yes. right? I'm That's loving it. what you're saying. I'm loving yes. what you're saying because That's what it. you're saying is so deep. The same way. We don't realize that we're putting our trust and we're telling ourselves whenever we see our friends or we're telling us, I'll see you tomorrow. My favorite book, which is the Bible, tells us that tomorrow is not promised. So how do you know you're going to wake up tomorrow and see the following day? We don't know. Right. But you have faith, hoping, yeah. forgetting that it takes that in order to wake up and see another day. And now here you are going to a job, going to a traditional nine to five. And here's the deal. They didn't show you evidence that you will be paid at the end of the two weeks or at the end of the month. You simply believe and put faith Come in on. them that you will be getting the money when payday comes. Yeah. So here's the deal. Regardless of what we're doing in life, right? When we look at the story of Amazon, uh, Steve Bezos, where Amazon started 100% based on faith, where the yes. whole world was mocking him. It was in his garage and in, in his house yes. and, 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 yes. and trying to sell books. And today... What is Amazon, right? Walmart, yeah. all the, the, the leaders, all the businesses, success. It doesn't matter. Here's the deal. Faith is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> it do doesn't it matter what your belief is. Exactly. Yeah. It's everywhere. And we have to tap into it. And I'm loving what you're saying, LaShawn, because you clearly just said, in, in, I'm going to paraphrase mm -hmm. that fear is the enemy of faith. Yeah. Right? False expectation appearing real. That's mm -hmm. fear. Right? And it's the enemy of faith. So that means that in order, right? Because I just asked you, how exactly should people take the step? So my takeaway from what you just shared is that in order for people to actually take that step is to be fearless. Yep. And anticipate the attack. And anticipate the attack. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> it's going to happen. We this put the deep. security systems on our homes because we're trying to secure our prized possessions, right? We don't want anybody to steal our stuff, what we work hard for. You are a prized possession. You have to anticipate the attack, put your perimeter up, have your circle correct because people are going to want to come and try to destroy you because they don't, you know, you you know they don't want you to be successful or they don't want you to thrive or whatever the reason is, but you got to recognize you are worthy of whatever you're called to do. And no one else can do what you were called to do. As soon as you own that, the faith part comes easy because you're walking in something that is going to come natural for you. So that's what you have to do to be able to really circumvent that fear is know who you are, know whose you are, know that your job is just your resource and depend on your source, okay? And that's how you keep moving because no man, earthly, fleshly person can control your outcome. You get fired from a job, you get another one. 
right? It just was your time to move on. You that that's the other thing about faith. You have to know that every failure is really a success because it's taught you something that you didn't know before and it's taught mm -hmm. you what not to do again next time. It's exposed that person you thought was your friend. So it wasn't a mistake that you let them in your circle. It just let you know that's not who you need in your circle, right? It just let you know who the type of people not to put in your circle. It gave you, so everything that you comes off as a failure when you're operating in a faith is really a win. It's a strategy to keep you moving and building and growing. Because I can tell you, JP, there are some projects that I've executed that I feel and believe this is what God has called me to do. But am I failing? Because nothing is moving. Things aren't looking like the way they're supposed to be looking. And I didn't, I didn't expect it to go out this way. People are questioning, should you have done that? Are you supposed to do that? You know, I, I cannot allow that to sabotage my success because people mm -hmm. will sabotage your success and stop you from manifesting the fullness of your capabilities because you let them get in your ear. So in operating in faith, you got to hold true to who has called you to do what you're doing and believe in yourself that you're worthy to carry the assignment. Ooh. There you go. There you go. Right. Being successful at the assignment that you've been assigned. I'm loving what, um, you know, Keith is put in the comment, the combos is that offense defense from the defense and the defense mm -hmm. offense, the offensive line, both Come lines on. anticipate attack. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. So true. That's it. That is so true. Right. True. And, and, and you just you just said it. You just said the magic word success and which is, I believe, a lot of times what is tricking people. Right. Because we have a definition of success that may not align with the creator's definition of our success. Right. Uh, right. we think success should look a certain way and we don't put in play. We don't put on the table and realize that there's a lot of stuff that we're being successful in, in other aspects of our life, simply because we were obedient and did yeah. this specific assignment. We're on this assignment and we're just looking at this specific assignment and telling ourselves, oh, no. Um, all right. The Lord probably told me to start this business. I've started this business. God put in my heart to start it. Now I am not getting all the clients that this business is supposed to give me. But you're forgetting that ever since you started doing this business, every single aspect of your life is flowing. Maybe you have a different business that is overflowing right here. Maybe yeah. you're, you're going to now open multiple doors for that. You're going to hire more employees. Now you are overwhelmed with blessing. You're forgetting that yeah. obedience that obedience of embracing this specific assignment is opening doors. Why? Because you don't see it with your own eyes, the quote unquote success that you're supposed to get out of this. And right. you're doubting yourself, which is a lot of times make us doubt, you know, the blessing that we're receiving and make us lose because now we decide to shut the door of the assignment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now we decide to stop. We're going to take a quick break, LaShonda, when we okay. come back. I want us to talk about how do we stay on that path? How do we make sure that nothing derails us and takes us off the path? How do we stay rooted and keep walking? That's something I would like us to talk about right after this animation, folks. We'll be right back.
everybody, and welcome back here. Uh, if you're just joining us, we are here. We've been uh, discussing with LaShawn Davis, and we're talking about what it takes to step out of faith. What does faith actually means? How exactly should we, uh, you know, make the step and really embrace that vision, that plan, that business, that, uh, you know, idea or whatever, you know, uh, uh, God put in your heart to do? How do we actually take the step and do it, right? Um, we've been learning quite a several amount of stuff and understanding uh, from LaShawn. She shared that, you know, uh, we need to remember that fear is the enemy of faith, right? And understanding that whenever we want to step out of faith, we need to know that we have to be ready, right? Anticipate the attack. Um, and understanding that when you anticipate doesn't mean you expect the attack. You simply are ready in case you get attacked. You know how to respond, how to protect yourself. So that is where we are right now. We're about to now move into, okay, whenever we take that step, how do we stay rooted to the plants? Uh, let me go ahead and bring our guests back onto the stage here. Um, and look at that, LaShawn. I appreciate you. Appreciate everything you've been giving us. Um, and look, now my phone wants to ring. Right, having a long right now. <laughs> All right, so um, I want to thank you, Lashawn. I want to thank you for everything you've shared so far, and it's been so deep and so um, mind opening. Right. So now that we understand what we need to do, the guardrails and the things we need to put in place in order to take that step and do that thing that God has laid on our heart for years and years that we've been scared of doing. Now that we've done that, how do we stay on, on course? How do we make sure nothing derails us? Because as you just shared earlier, you give us a glimpse is not allowing certain things to get in your ear. How do you do it? What is your experience in protecting yourself and defending that uh, you know, that assignment got laid in your hand? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, first, it starts by, for me, remembering your why. If you remember the why you started, why you're doing it, why this thing is, you know, important to you to fulfill, it always takes me back to my will. So my why reminds me and gives me the will to keep pushing and keep moving. So like for the HR plug, for example, my why is because I'm tired of seeing, you know, um, people of color victimized in corporate America at the lower end of the, the um, pay bands, not knowing mm -hmm. how to negotiate for an interview, not knowing how to advocate for themselves in an interview, not knowing the questions to ask in an interview, being subjected to toxic workplaces and corporations getting rich off of the backs of the people who are actually doing the work and doing the jobs and not wanting to pay them fairly, not wanting to compensate them, not wanting to recognize them and not wanting to value them. When I start remembering all of these whys, it moves me and it fuels me and gives me the will to keep going because those are the things that are important to me to be a solution to fix and resolve. And while I know I, I probably can't touch every employee and I probably won't change every employer, it will be get to a point when they hear the HR plug, they'll know I don't want to mess with her because she's going to make me take care of these people. <laughs> And that's, and that's all that matters to me. My reputation of what I stand for and who I am is what makes me keep moving. And that always, the ref, you know, ref, goes back to me remembering the why I'm doing this and the why I started. So I challenge you, think about the why you want to do whatever you want to do that you're afraid to maybe even do. What's the why in it behind you? How important is that why for you? Because it's very important for me 
for our society and our country to recognize the contributions we we give to it how it wouldn't be if it weren't for us and how you're not going to just steal from me and use me and pay me pennies while you take million dollar uh stipends and stock and bonuses mm -hmm. like it's just so out of line our country is just backwards and you talked about success and that's part of the issue is how we've defined success it's based off of status it's based off of wealth it's based off of you know who's the biggest and who's the best and none of that equates to success mm -hmm. so i can't go into this jp thinking i'm only going to be successful if i can get every person paid what they're deserved no that's not what success looks like for me so remembering my why and, and just reaching as many people as i can to stand on this platform and tell them how to share and advocate and be an activist for themselves at work is my why and telling leaders and organizations you will fail miserably if you don't start recognizing the value of people it's so funny because this great resignation thing that just kind of surfaced like within the last year right. i've been saying mm -hmm. for the last three years so that's how faith works it might not have been me saying it but if you go back to something i posted three years ago before the great resignation even let up and you see wow she already knew this was going to happen it gives me credibility and that's mm -hmm. what moving in faith will do it, it, it puts plants those little seeds that sprout when you least expect it because nobody wanted to listen or nobody wanted to believe or nobody thought about you know jeremy's virtual reality thing actually really being a thing until you go for a job interview and they send you a pair of headphones in the mail and they tell you to put this on for your job interview and you're in a virtual reality <laughs> right. interview. Uh -huh. like it's going to take that to happen for you to remember dang jeremy was talking about that six months ago and i ain't even i, I laughed at him you know mm -hmm. but he kept moving and he kept pushing because that was his calling. So he, you got to remember, you have to remember what your why is and why you're doing what you're doing, because that will reap your purpose. That will remind you of, of you know, what, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Don't forget your why. Let that fuel you to keep moving and keep pushing. And then surround yourself with the right people so that you're not fighting your inner circle. It's already enough when you're walking in faith to have to fight the enemy and mm -hmm, fight the mm -hmm. naysayers and fight the people externally. You don't mm -hmm. wanna also have to fight the people internally. So if you find yourself having to convince people in your circle why what you're doing is the right thing, you need to change your circle. You don't need to, to, to extend that amount of energy on people who don't believe in you, then they don't need to be in your circle. People were telling me with the, with the Unplugged conference, Oh, you, you don't need to do that. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody's going to come to that. And if I listen to that, you know, I wouldn't be doing the unplugged conference, but I am, I'm holding on to faith that this is something that I need to do because we don't recognize the importance and, and the, the capacity that HR professionals are experiencing. That's why our workplaces are messed up because people are tired. So I got to stand home. I have to look at who I have in my inner circle. Who's in my ear? Who's talking to me? I have to remember my why. And then finally, JP, I have to stay strengthen my own foundations. If I'm mm -hmm. saying that my purpose and I'm doing what I'm doing and walking in faith because I believe it's what God has assigned me to do or called me to do, then I need to make sure that my relationship with God is intact and that I'm communicating with him, that I'm reading his word, I'm understanding. So I'm hearing clearly so I know how to move so I don't get out of out of alignment the foundation is going to be critical because if you're told to move left and you're continually going right and you miss that instruction mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. you open yourself up 
for mm-hmm. sabotage, for downfall. So right. I can't say on one hand, I'm walking in faith because this is what God told me to. And then I don't maintain a relationship with him to continue to hearing his instruction. So those three things is how you keep moving. You remember your why, you watch who you have in your circle. And most importantly, you maintain a strong foundation with the whole reason why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. Wow. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm taking note. I've been taking a lot of notes and I want to thank you so much for sharing all that with us. That is deep, right? Um, the why is what we need to tap into it as a keep us going. And, and in another in, in way, I, w- I will say that the why is actually our way of remembering that is bigger than us, right? It's not about us. And, and see, that's a lot of times whenever we're doing things and we realize, oh, I, I this, I this, and I that, and we're forgetting completely that this is an assignment. Yeah. Yes, we will be blessed through it. Yes, we'll reap uh, the things that we're sowing, the blessings and everything. But in reality, is bigger than us, is more than just us being blessed is about other lives being transformed is about other legacy being uh, being you know established and and, and people yeah. you know being able to embrace and and look at your walk as a testimony and and start doing there's more to it than this us and you're right you know our circle is is vital because yes. whoever is in our ear uh if every day somebody's telling you you will fail and the person is telling you that in your ear every single day, you will believe that you're a failure. You will believe that you're right. about to fail. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't remove that person from your ear and you're always letting that person tell you, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. It will Just create a doubt in your heart. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not going to fail, <laughs> right? <laughs> you start believing. You open the door. Oh, you open mm-hmm. the door for that to enter and disrupt your confidence. Right. Right, right. And thank you so much, LaShawn. I mean, uh, just looked at the time and realized we've gone to the end of our show. I, I wanted to keep going because this is so good. Um, yeah. But I wanted you to go ahead and take a minute and, and talk to us a little more about the conference. As a matter of fact, for the folks that heard you mention it, uh, the conference, what is it all about, right? Um, how can people join and sign up? And after that, uh, share with us how can people connect with you on social media and, 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 and collaborate and and want to work with you as well for the amazing things you're doing. Sure. So the conference is Unplug Conference. It's dedicated to people who work every day to take care of other people, whether those are employees, uh, you know, or contractors or whomever you're relying on or depending on to keep your business moving. It's a, it's and and. It's HR professionals who generally do this, or if you're an entrepreneur, then it's generally you who are doing this, but you're maintaining that relationship. It's time for you to unplug so that you can get refueled because a lot has happened in our society. A lot is happening in our government. A lot is happening in our culture and people are tired. And it's so important that we maintain our stance and we revive and rejuvenate ourselves so that we can be who we need to be for other people. And that's what the Unplugged Conference is about. And so it's a three-day hybrid conference, March 30th through April 1st. It's in Atlanta. And, um, you know, and it's and it's for you to just come and, and connect with people who can help develop you and help give you the resources so that we can tackle this future of work that's happening and make sure that we're maintaining a culture and in the workplace for the people that I mentioned earlier, I I try to advocate for. This is my Mm -hmm. biggest move of faith and advocacy 
and making sure that the people who take care of the people are taken care of. And that's what the Unplugged Conference is about. And so if you're not an HR professional or you, you know, you and you want to support in some way, definitely consider being a sponsor, you know, um, offers to purchase a ticket for an HR professional who maybe can't purchase their own ticket or offer to support and, and stand as an ally in recognizing that our world of work from what we know it today needs help. It needs help. We are not where we need to be and where we're, what we do to take care of people. So that's what Unplug is about. It's just taking care of the people who take care of the people. And it's an event that's tied and geared to that. If you're looking to work with me, um, well, before I you have, say that, oh, before uh-huh, you I'm say sorry. that, let me let me interject. Yeah, before you say that, because I'm looking here, amazing stuff. Um, and the website again, folks, is unplugconference.com. And I'm looking here, uh, what to expect, right? Uh, a, a Q&A panel of leading industry experts ready to answer burning HR questions and publicly address industry trends and challenges. Uh, breakout sessions offering a safe space to share, network, and rebuild away from industry grief team building exercises to establish lasting partners and relationship beyond the conference general sessions focusing on uh, being on HR impact with a holistic focus on wellness boundaries rest and self-care the future of HR versus the future of work um, you know selective sessions on the rise of unions versus positive employee relations interactive activities to uh, practice the art of calm and emotional balance becoming a workplace wellness advocate through influence and by example there's so much here that I, I just want to take a second and read it because it's fully, fully packed, um, fully loaded. And I just had to read a little bit of this for folks that are listening to the podcast to know uh, exactly all the things and some of the things I should say that um, are on the menu. And I know, like they said, right, there is catered food. And some yes. drinkables there as well. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and JP, you have to invite me back because... After this conference, I want to come back and tell you all the miracles that mm-hmm. manifest from walking and doing this assignment out of faith. That That's one thing that you'll learn about faith. Miracles come and they flow. So I can't wait to tell you about them, what, what happens after this conference. Definitely. We will be bringing you back now. I'm going to let you uh, share with us how can we work with you? How can we connect with you on social media? What have you? Go for it. So to work with me, my website is www.thehrplug.com. And on my website, there is an um, opportunity to connect with me there and book a free consultation. And we can talk through any workplace challenges you have. If you are a business leader, a business owner, an entrepreneur, and you want to just understand what's the best projected career journey for you or how to find fulfillment in what you do as a career, you can definitely book a free 30-minute consultation with me. And I will help you understand where you need to be based off of the gifts and the talents that you have and the best suited place for you. Um, so again, that's www.thehrplug.com. And then you can also connect with me socially on, um, all social media handles. I am at the HR plug. So I am on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and you search the HR plug, um, you will see me there. Um, it's, it's www.facebook.com and it's actually slash the workplace fixer on Instagram. My handle is at the HR plug. I, you can see I'm growing on there. workplace problem solver, employee mm-hmm. advocate, workplace activist, empowering employees, inspiring leaders. That is me. Uh, so make sure you connect with me on there. Um, and on YouTube, I am just launched my YouTube community, uh, like two months ago. 
So mm-hmm. you can catch all past uh, um, podcast episodes and hear me interview people tomorrow. We're going to be talking about how to escape a toxic work environment. So we talk about things that help empower people that are might be actually encountering this in the workplace. So make sure you tune in and connect with me and subscribe to the YouTube channel at the HR plug there. So fantastic fantastic hey family go ahead and subscribe to the hr plug on youtube follow the podcast as well uh there's uh, you know podcasts that i have subscribed to uh on my apple podcast or whatever platform you're on um the podcast is there um watch it enjoy it connect and let's network together um black leaders doing amazing things in excellence. LaShawn, I want to thank you so much for an amazing episode. Thank you for taking the time to share your story with us and giving us, you know, solutions, actionable ways for us to step out in faith and keep winning regardless of adversity. Uh, Blessings to you. And yes, we will bring you back for part two so we can hear more about the blessings that uh, the Lord has laid upon your life after everything that you have in the works currently. Please stay backstage as I close with everybody here. Family, this is it. This is it. And I'm very, very, very excited that you uh, stuck around with us uh, and, you know, listen to or watch this episode. And folks, I have personally learned a lot of stuff, right? I've learned a lot uh, from today's guest, LaShawn Davis. And if this uh, was a blessing to you, well, consider, you know, subscribing to this channel, YouTube channel. If you're listening, it's JP High Tech Reviews, J-P-H-I-G-H-T-E-K High Tech Reviews on YouTube. Subscribe or subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Take the time to leave a review. Let us know if anything out of our conversation has been a blessing to you. Uh, we'll be more than happy to hear from you and, you know, hear your feedback. And hopefully, you know, this is inspiring somebody and is helping you in your walk, helping you win. And this is what this channel is all about, right? I'm providing you with the solutions and ways for you to be a winner um, and succeed in your business, your endeavors, and everything that you have going on for you, right? That is what this is all about uh so i want to see you again tomorrow remember tomorrow we have a filmmaker sean uh, woods will be here with us tomorrow and we're talking on how to build a solid clientele that's crucial if you own a business if you own anything and you want to make money well you need to have clients right but not just a one-time client you want to have those clients that will swear by your businesses your services and will even self-promote uh, you know by showing all the amazing things you're doing and becoming uh, you know a uh, uh, brand advocate right uh free ambassadors of the things you're doing well how do you get that right we're about to talk about that tomorrow here with sean so stick around and i'll see you tomorrow be safe like i always say shalom bye-bye family i have a dream that one day on the red hills of georgia sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood i have a dream that one day even the state of mississippi a state sweltering with the heat of injustice sweltering with the heat of oppression be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream.
This nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today.